Hey, I'm Charles Barkley. Call for a Redmond and water at bars and restaurants throughout the great state of Alabama. Redmond Vodka, available at select ABC stores and package stores. Redmond Vodka is eight times distilled, gluten-free, and is made from non-GMO corn. Looking to support a local business? Redmond Distilling is Alabama proud and minority-owned. Learn more online at redmonddistilling.com. Did you hear about the Italian chef who died? <laughs> he passed away. <laughs> Pasta. Pat, I guess you had to read it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was womp womp. Your turn. Um, I, I, I just got a call from my lawyer the other day, and my business license was approved. So if you're in Nashville this summer, um, please come on down to the world's first and only all amputee strip club, <laughs> Nips and Nubs. All right, bring your half dollars. Okay, we got a thing. Bring your half dollars. Violinist, entrepreneur, sober. These are just a few words that do not describe Narado Moore. Once asked, which way to KFC by Ice Cube? Lover of hot moms and hot soups and also nubs and stubs. <laughs> Host of Uncle Rod's Story Corner podcast and correspondent on Roy's Job Fair podcast. You can hear him on CBS, Comedy Central, iRadio, Sirius XM, Spotify, and a lot more. My nephew. What's happening? What's going down? Happy to be here. Now, you being a comedian, I hope you got some jokes. Let's hope so. Okay. <laughs> Go give, give us a joke. Um, th this joke is actually a true thought, and some, but I, I would like to talk to the crypto dummies for a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All the people who lost money on that and things like that. I don't understand how you didn't know it was a scam. <laughs> because you got it. With what it was replacing. That's a scam. If they're telling you, listen, you got to get this crypto, okay? The dollar is worthless now. Right. Get rid of the dollar. You need to get some crypto. Cool. How do I get the crypto? Give me all your worthless dollars. <laughs> that makes zero sense. They're right. not giving these things away for free. The dollar's not going anywhere. You will never be using Bitcoin to buy sneakers and footlocker and pay your rent. <laughs> Uh -oh. You're supposed to get into those things and get out. Always remember when it comes to any sort of investment type deal that's too good to be true, by the time you hear about it, that means the bubble is about to burst. <laughs> well, I've never heard a joke that made me feel so judged. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was, I, was, uh, I got in. <laughs> I got in while the getting was still good. And then I got got. <laughs> I got a joke. Okay, let's go on. My penis was in the Guinness Book of World Records, but then the librarian told me to take it out. Oh! <laughs> oh wow! 
good. That was pretty good, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm proud of myself X? on that one. Oh, that was pretty good. Oh, I got to do a joke. Yeah, okay. man. Right. Where's your joke? Okay, my joke. All right. Um, all right. This is going to be a pickup line. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. How are you? My name is Mr. Half Dollar. Could you please accompany me to my vehicle? Y'all don't get it. 50 cent. Bitch, get in my car. What? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, man. <laughs> what a six year old. We need oh, sound effects for the boo on that one. Oh, wow. Well, that was the worst. <laughs> hey, y'all come out. I didn't know I had to do a joke. That, oh, sounds, like, that sounds like the type of joke of eight year old tales. Okay. All right, let's go, go ahead. ahead. Save the day. I'm going to save you best. You're All right. right. Go ahead. All right. Why are elevator jokes so classic and work every time? Why? They're funny on many levels. (laughs) 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 You did save me because yours is cornier than mine. It was better than yours. It it was was better than yours. You told a dad joke and you told a kid joke. That's like like a a little kid is like, what did the monkey say to the lion? (laughs) Poo poo. Right. <laughs> and then crack up. <laughs> I wasn't ready. But I'm not going to let y'all slander Mr. Xavier on the best show. Anyway, on to our guest, Mr. Narada. Welcome. Welcome aboard. Um, listen, man, um, I want you to tell us, man, how you got started in comedy. I actually got started in comedy by accident. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a friend of mine, one of my best friends from high school, was doing comedy after we graduated and after we had lost touch. By the time we met back up, he had stopped doing comedy. And then I just so happened to run into an old co-worker who had just started doing comedy. And then my old high school buddy was like, I, I want to start doing comedy again, but I don't know where to go to do it. And I was like, I just happened to know about an open mic. We can go down there. And so I took him down there and hooked him up with my boy from, you know, my old job. And then they were like, you're funny. You should go on stage. And I was like, I'll write something and come back next week and try it. And uh, I came back the next week and did it and killed. And I've been doing it ever since. Okay, that's that's about around the time we met, right? Yeah, I started doing comedy in 2009. We met in like 2010. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Would you like to talk about how we met, sir? <laughs> oh, let you oh yeah, I want to hear yeah. this if y'all laugh. This, this is the this is a magical time. You, you want to tell them about how we how met? We, we met at, at, on the ground floor of Birmingham Twitter mm. back in the day, which is the same way I met Ava. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's so weird that that wasn't. It was only like 13 years ago, but it seems like such a different place because I met Ava. At his city council party <laughs> at Smitty City. Whoa! That sounds like a that sounds like a sentence from 1994. <laughs> right? Monk, you never told me about that one. At Smitty City, I got a I got one even better than that. Yeah, I want to hear this. What's better than that? I finally have the co-conspirator <laughs> right here. People always doubt this and think I'm capping. Did I not get fucked up and go do an open mic? Yes, he did. Off the dome. <laughs> I still have that video. <laughs> I went and did an I open got mic. That video I did it in 15 minutes. Right now. Oh, that's what's up, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm a. 
I I have a fear of doing open mic comedy. I mean, y'all heard my joke, so I already know it's just. Uh, but that's what's up. Are he you, did, man. I was, he came down. As a matter of fact, it was him, him and DJ C Dub. Yeah, oh, shout yeah. out to C Dub. They shout came down to, to the Bark and Kudu for our Monday night open mic at the, on the same night in like 2010, 2011. That's right. They both got fucked up. And ended up going on stage. <laughs> so see that one on stage? Today? Yeah. I got a video. Send me too. that video. <laughs> Send me that video. I need blackmail. Yeah. I need leverage. Yeah. Uh, okay, we weren't bad. Okay, but still. Yeah, it's like still, it. I'm going to make it bad. But uh, no, man. I still kick it with C-Dub, man. He's down there. Dirty Ashes. Dirty Ashes is taking the place of the legendary steel. You know. Um, and that's how. Oh, is that the new Thursday night spot? It, it's a hold up now. I, I I got mad love for Dirty Ashes. Mm-hmm. Ain't touching steel back in the day, dog. Oh, no, dog. no, 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 no. I we didn't were say, prolific. I didn't say it could touch. I said it replaced. <laughs> it's the watered-down version I'm of teasing. it. No, no, because what happened was everyone... them steel days, man. It was a, that was a time. No, hey, that was a time, it, dog. It, everyone who was at steel, that steel parties that don't have babies and married, they got old, and we all go to Dirty Ashes now. <laughs> you know yeah. what? We gonna bring Thursdays back for the spring. How about that? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so Mr. Narado, so we met around that time. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, what what were you, what were you doing for a profession, and what was I doing? You were the night manager at a CVS, Walgreens. Walgreens, my yes. bad. You were the night manager at Walgreens. Uh-huh. I was a uh, veterinary assistant at the dog track. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes, and uh, my life was kind of living hell during that time. But, man, people like you <laughs> and Unc, uh, y'all helped me get through. And I thank y'all. And I I have my, my I guess, my undying devotion for the both of you. And believe it or not, the two of you helped inspire the vest. Because remember I told and you. And likewise. Don't blame me for that fucking vest. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is what happened. This is what happened. Unk told me when I was doing my thing, he told me just do something that people will remember you by. But I remember you made a joke about us going out. And you was like, man, if I know if you got on that denim vest and this $2 beers, we're going to have a hell of a night. I'm like, hmm, he might be on or something. And I'm like, and I made it. Yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember the, the date night jokes in front of Waffle House. No, yeah, we just, oh yeah, yeah, man, it was it was a lot of good stuff. So, um, so um, yes, you talk you talk about Birmingham Black Twitter. That was a time. That yeah. that was yeah, that was, that was a era. wild time. Bro. Yeah, and, and that's really how I got to meet you. Like, really yeah, got to know the, about who you were. The one thing about social media that I I was thinking about recently again is the the age differences mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you sitting there you might be having a conversation with a 20 year old mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying De- mm-hmm. develop a friendship and yeah. so it's social media actually makes friendships that otherwise probably wouldn't yeah. happen yeah, you know what i'm saying a lot of gaps yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i wasn't i wasn't gonna be at no city Council meeting and nothing like that to meet you. Like I was just, but I just remember I'm like it's this, this cool cat. Because I remember, I remember like you, we were doing like you remember trending topics on Twitter. Yeah, and I remember we had like trending topics talking about like Beyonce or something. And me and you were going back and forth, and and I was like, okay, Uncle Alva. I'm like, okay, this guy. And then I found out about Steel, and then I'm like, oh my god, this is heaven for me. Because Thursday nights, that was my my beer spot that I I had to do the. 
No, I was married at the time to go, you know, to get away. <laughs> from the I, I had. I'm gonna keep it real. I had no idea. Oh, you know, you, you, you saved my life and by ending my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did the city or the state or the county <laughs> <laughs> or him. Oh goodness, free bird, baby. Uh, <laughs> oh Lord, man. But yeah, man, that was that was definitely a time to be alive back then, man. And um, so Narado, um, Neil, we talked about Birmingham Black Twitter. Can mm-hmm. you tell us a little bit about your social media platform now, or platforms that you choose? Um, I, I use Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at Rod for short on Twitter. R O D the number four. S-H-O-R-T, just my full name on Facebook. I'm also Rob for short on Instagram, but I do not follow anybody on Instagram. (laughs) So please do not take it personal. If I don't follow you back, if you follow me, I don't want to see nothing that's on Instagram. I just want to post and go about my business. You don't you don't want you don't want to see they they bastard babies? Yeah, I don't I don't want to see your fucking bastard children. <laughs> I don't I give a fuck about what shoes you wore to work. <laughs> what, what you ate? You got to eat at some seafood spot. Exactly. Your new shirt. I don't give a fuck. Slay. Oh, what a yeah. hashtag. Yeah. Man, Forty hashtags on this shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, IG was one I just never really got into. T- to me, Twitter and Facebook just really speaks to me because you know I like to talk. But IG is just. I don't know. It's just there. I feel like we have to by default because these other social media platforms are kind of dying out. Yeah, you know? those yeah. are the only ones I use. And yeah, like if I wasn't a comedian, I wouldn't really. I wouldn't be. I'm on. I'm on that for business. Yeah, you know I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it's funny. You always said that. You know, if you're on social media, you need to be on there for business. If not, you're selling yourself. Well, yeah, you, you being a hoe. I remember you said that. Like, like, if you're on social media, it ain't because you got a product to sell. It means you're on there selling yourself. Okay, so social media is a, is basically a hookup site. Yeah, it's definitely a hookup site, but that's not what I mean by selling yourself. I just right. mean you're you're all you're offering to the world of social media is you. Like mm-hmm. it is, it's just you. You're not selling T-shirts. You're not trying to get people to come to some event. You're just giving strangers access to your own deepest, darkest, most personal thoughts and feelings, and that's not a positive thing. Well, you know what? It's positive and negatives and everything, and I remember something I learned from you. I'm telling our tips, tips and tricks. Uh, when it comes to dating, what would you say? Uh, social media replaced the first date. Yeah, social media absolutely replaced the first date. Yeah, everything you need to learn on the first date, you can learn on a profile. Yeah, like I don't, it's like people think it's weird that... People they meet on social media, when they first hook up offline, you just go to each other's house and fuck. But it's because you've already talked. Yeah. The conversation you have at Applebee's on the first date <laughs> yeah, exactly. is a conversation you've been having with this person for eight months on social media. They don't need to, 140 characters they don't need to get to time. know you anymore. They right. know everything and, there is to know and, about you. And you saved yourself $28.36. Yeah, all the small yeah. talk is over with. Let's, but let's now let me, let, me, let me throw something at you, though. What about people who they're not showing who they really are? On social media. Like, you might get with somebody you think you know who they are, mm-hmm. and they're a completely different person. Well, that just means they're a liar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that is. 
Like yeah. people, people who are playing characters on social media, but they're just a regular person. They're just lying. Yeah, I see it every day though. Yeah, <laughs> all day, every you day, see it all day. But that's yeah, what, like yeah, if you're yeah. like like take a skit from like Chappelle's show. Like mm-hmm. if there was an account that was a character from Chappelle's show, then that's not Dave Chappelle. It's him on there being a character. So of course that's a different person. But if you've just got your name and your face on social media, but you're a character, then you're an insane person <laughs> and a liar. Well, I feel judged again. <laughs> I'm like, well, dang. Thank God I came to save the day and put me on something because, man, I was dwindling down. I'm just a character for no reason. But That leads to trouble when you actually meet people offline and it's just like, oh, none of that is true. And it's like, why not? Mm. You're supposed to be on there. You, this is supposed to be what you think. This is supposed to be what your opinion is. These are supposed to be pictures of you and your life and all of this. So if I meet you and you're just the total opposite, yeah. like if you're on social media just posting pictures of drugs all the time and talking about doing drugs, <laughs> then I meet you and you're a teetotaler. <laughs> That's where the psychosis comes in because it's like, why do you derive pleasure from pretending to be a drug addict? What what are you getting out of that on social media? That's that's very weird. Mm, well, I'm glad that you easily <laughs> put that out there. So y'all stop pretending, just be who you are. And starting with me, now uh, <laughs> something I want to dive in. Um, I, I would like to talk about your, you know, well, I want to talk about your style of comedy. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say this: you're probably by far one of the most intelligent people that I've met. I appreciate you know that, you're bro. real smart, even though you've been shitting on me since the show started, but. <laughs> But the love is there. You're a very smart individual, and I've always enjoyed your perspective. But can you tell us a little bit about your style of comedy? Because you are not the average black comedian. So yeah, I mean, I the best way I could describe it, piggybacking off what you just say, is that I'm not a black comedian. I'm a comedian who is black. Mm, right, right. I like mean, being a black comedian, it comes with this box. You know what I mean? And it's like I don't, I don't fit that mold. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, what is it? Like, what's the mode you're talking about? Like, like my comedy isn't like if you're a black comedian, then it's like you're just expected to make like homophobic jokes, mm-hmm. uh, joke about you know bitches, mm-hmm. yeah, you know I mean baby mamas, shit, or like the that. black experience, right? And it's yeah. like I don't, I don't have any jokes like that because that's not who I am as a yeah. person. It's like. I always thought it's like I'm from the hood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Born and raised, but I've also walked the halls of the Louvre in Paris. Right. So I have to be true to what all my experiences are. And I refuse to sort of lower myself to fit that. It's like I'm not going to act black for the benefit of the audience. Like I'm not I'm not that type of comedian. All I could do is show you who I am through my comedy. And what who I am is it? You ever been in child support court and blah blah? I ain't got those. Kind of <laughs> right, 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 so right. Yeah, I got more to talk about than you know your grandma and, and her church hat and shit like that. Yeah, like I like to read. Right, and I remember I'll crack some jokes about books. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, right. Well, I remember you saying on your podcast, uh, you know, which I'm a I'm a fan of. I appreciate you, that. Yeah, like how you know you don't you don't want to sell yourself. You don't want to sell your soul. You know for. Because I remember you, you said that you could kill in a black room, but that's right. not you. Like, I don't, I don't want to. Right. Like, I don't want to do that. I want to always be me. So I'm not going to 
switch up on people just to fit into that mold. Like, I'm not going to change myself. Understood. I'm going to bring the people to me. I'm not coming to you. Mm. Well, I'm going to ask you just to tweak your mode just a little bit mm -hmm. and share some of your philosophies about relationships, okay? Because I've, I've always enjoyed your perspective, and you really... <laughs> yes, get ready, get ready, get ready, because this is about to get crazy. So you've always had some interesting perspectives that I've always respected, and I'm, I'm going to throw some things at you. Um, yeah, hit me. Hit you, yes. Um so recently, you know, we were hanging out, and I remember you said something about, uh, well, we were talking about simp culture. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember you said something about uh, only simps go to strip clubs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the strip club is for simps. Mm -hmm. Why do you say that? Because you're. Please tell me more. <laughs> the strip club is for simps. Like mm. and it's and it's most the simplest way to explain it is like this. I could send a text message to a woman right now mm -hmm. and actually get some pussy. Right? Mm -hmm. With just the text. So why would I pay to look at some titties? Mm. That doesn't I don't understand that. Well, you can just Google titties. It'll show you every titty that ever existed in, in the history of humankind. Well, the strip club might have nicer titties. Uh, like, I did, that's, that's some simps. Like, if you oh, want okay. to see a naked woman, get some women in your life. You you should If you're paying for that, you're a simp. Oh, it's just goodness. as plain as that. All right. Well, well thank you for clarifying that. So it was a nice Me Russell. Me and Russell, Wilson, Simps of the Year. Oh, are we going to talk about Russell? Because I told my audience I was going to leave Russell alone. But if you want to bring it up, I'll bring it up. I am not bringing anything up. No. Do you have any thoughts on Russell Wilson and Sierra at this point? I love Russell Wilson and Sierra. Okay. Only, only people I ever see who don't like Russell, only thing I always see on social media is like, all the bad dads get upset with Russell Wilson. <laughs> every, time, every, every, time, every time Russell Wilson treats future sons like he exists, all the bad dads get upset. <laughs> I want to say this. It was after you had talked about that. That was last week, right? Mm -hmm. Um. Now, I'm looking up what the exact theme was, but the dress that everybody was talking about yeah. was fitting to the theme of the party she went to. Uh -huh. um, there were there were a few other women, and I'm trying to pull it up so I can show it to our audience, that had on actually similar outfits of different ethnicities, right? Uh -huh. So, for, for, for me, it's like, why are we singling out Sierra? Why? I just have a problem with Lizzo fat ass wearing it. Long as as long as it's not Lizzo, I'm good. It's mm. just people's insecurities. It's the what? reason they get mad at Sierra and Russell Wilson mm. because people take that as a slight against themselves because they're insecure. Mm. It's just like the thing with the dress. Like she shouldn't dress like that. Like why not? Oh, because she's married and her husband's a Christian and they go to church and it's like yeah, but she's an entertainer. That is how entertainers... You want her to show up there in a fucking dicky suit? Because she's a Christian? You know what I mean? Like, 
she's still Sierra. <laughs> right. The singer, songwriter, dancer, entertainer. She's at this major entertainment event. She's not going to be wearing sweatpants. <laughs> I, I made a joke about it, but I really do like Russell and Sierra. Yeah. I, I I think that they have a great relationship. People, it's just people now, who are jealous of their relationship I would don't like, like anything up. they do that doesn't reflect what they do in their own lives. Mm. Now, what I would like to bring up is, did y'all hear about the basketball player, Golden State? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, Wiggins. What y'all think about that? I oh. mean, it hasn't been confirmed to be true, but... I oh, mean, it hasn't? It's no. just yeah. a rumor. Oh, okay. It's just... It's it's just well, I'm glad to say it's, it's, it's literally it's, just something people on the internet started saying. All the word was from the team and his teammates was, he's going through something very personal right now. Yeah. So and then people the made something and up. And people on the internet were just like, his wife has been sleeping with his best, best friend, friend and, and his baby's might not be his. And they just took that and ran. But he's never said that. I have got to the stop listening to TikTok. I have oh, got yeah. to stop listening. <laughs> you, you, you got to. I mean, but, but, no, but it was people really on. Because I'm like, no, I mean, they made it seem but, but like, people it was like real. I, I, but people are like, you know, it's funny because people turn into color commentators on social media. It's like, I have very close sources that confirmed. It's like, nigga, who are you? Yeah, right. You, you work at Walgreens right, now. So. <laughs> Anything you see on the internet, go to the source of it. Don't take a video some random cashier made on TikTok. <laughs> to be facts. Right. Do a Google search for the subject matter. See if CNN or somebody is saying the same thing. Mm. Don't just listen to some 19-year-old who's got a camera phone. Well, would, but would ESPN or CNN report on that, you think? Why, why wouldn't they? They report on everything else. Mm. I think they shouldn't, but they probably will. Yeah, probably like, everybody about, wants yeah. views. Yeah. So sure. if that's a story that's happening in basketball... All major sports publications are going to talk about that. Okay. When the John Morant thing happened, it wasn't just a people That's on TikTok thing. It was a Sports Illustrated oh, yeah. and everything else. Oh, John Morant is the, the, the biggest thug in history now because he posed with a gun, you know. But, you know, what were you going to say about I that? I don't know. There's a lot of people who not from the hood who don't understand that John Morant is a hood nigga. Yeah. And they think that just because his parents are together... <laughs> He's not from the hood. Oh lord, and that's ignorant and dumb. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that you said that. You because of because I wanted to ask you uh, your philosophy on um, really the black community. You just said something about because their parents are together. Do you mm-hmm. think that that makes a difference as far as relationships having a two parent household? As far as relationships, it it makes a difference, but not a major difference. Mm. Like, you're not, because most people view their children as just these carbon copies of them to be molded into either what they wish they were and things like that, then they think that two-parent households means that things are going to be different. And it's like, you can be married and live in the projects. Mm. You can be married and live in the, if you're from the hood, then you know people Mm -hmm. who are from two-parent households. Whose parents were straight up legitimately married, and they sold crack and ended up in prison. Like that has nothing to do with how you view relationships. As a, it's not a this or that situation. It's not that cut and dry. It's not like if your parents are married that that means you're going to be happily married too. Like marriage is about two people coming together. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make you compatible with everybody, and it doesn't mean you're going to meet that person just because your parents did. 
it's 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 ridiculous. I got you. Well, I appreciate you sharing that, and um, I know we got to wrap things up, but I want to give you the floor to tell people about your upcoming projects and and what you got going on, so we can catch you. Um, right now, man, I'm uh I'm laying low right now. Okay. I don't have any shows on the horizon. You can just listen to Uncle Raj Story Corner, mm-hmm. and you can listen to Roy's Job Fair, and you can catch me there. Okay. All right. Follow me on social media. I'm not following you back on Instagram. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Network with Intravenous with Iva podcast guests every Thursday this spring and summer at the Vault of Downtown. Located at 1923rd Avenue North, Happy Hour kicks off at 5 o'clock with Gentleman Jack and Redmont Vodka Drink Specials. Vendors, or for more information, call Demetrius Carr at 205 240 Nine four four two. Again, that's Demetrius Carr at 205-240-9442. Hosted by Chris Shepard and sponsored by UrbanHam.com. What's your favorite charity? Me? Yeah. Um, a- anything that doesn't have to do with animals. Okay. If you're if you're trying to help people, well, pick. I'm saying that I'm pick, down. Pick pick a pick a charity that you fancy. Um, my Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> you can hit me at Marano. You can cash out me at Rod for sure. You are a person. <laughs> Bet. Well, I'm going to assign your charity. And we'll just say it's... Um, mothers Against Drunk Driving. Mothers Against Drunk Driving. So if you don't answer one of these questions, you have to make a donation to Mothers Against Drunk, drunk Driving. Okay, bet. But you're going to answer this. <laughs> All right. Regents Park or Rickwood Field? Oh, man, I got to go with Rickwood, bro. Like, if, if people knew the history of Rickwood Field... Like, when Regents Park opened, not a lot of people realized that Birmingham was home to both the oldest and newest ballpark in America. Yeah. Rickwood Field, is, it's a classic, man. It was the first place where baseball could be played at night. It was the first stadium in the country that had lights. Yep. Like, the story of Rickwood is amazing, man. I got to go Rickwood, bro, all the way. All right. Botanical Gardens or Railroad Park? Botanical Gardens. Okay. And I and I don't I picked that because I like the Botanical Garden in Birmingham and just in general. But also, uh, fun fact, I've never been to Railroad Park. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Protective Stadium or Legacy Arena? Oh, Protective Stadium. They got the stallions. Crossplex or Legion Field? Legion Field. Biggie or Tupac? Tupac. Michael Jackson or Prince? Michael Jackson all day, man. Fuck Prince. (laughs) (laughs) Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center? Birmingham Zoo. Sloss Furnace or Vulcan Park? Vulcan. Barons or Squadron? Parents. <laughs> no disrespect. <laughs> Legion or Stallions? Stallions. Oh, fuck that. Hammer down. Alabama or Auburn? Roll goddamn time. 
State or A and M? State. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Boo. iPhone or Android? iPhone. What's your dream car? Dream car? Yeah. Porsche 911 Turbo. Oh, nice. Do you cook? I do cook. Tell, give me your throwdown meal. Tell me something you, you would throw down on. Oh, I make this fire. It's pasta, man. Um, it's got Italian sausage, grilled chicken, and shrimp in it. Oh, that's nice. And it's it's fire. Yeah, I can cook, man, uh, like very well. My dad taught me how to cook. Yeah, that's what's up. He got me in the cooking. <laughs> um, if you could give yourself, your younger self, some advice, tell me what age you would go back to and what advice would you give yourself? I would go back to 17 and I would I would I would say you're you're on the correct path. Stay the course. Hmm. Yeah. Now do you like superheroes? Yeah, cool. absolutely, except for the Green Lantern. Cool. <laughs> if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Oh, it would be the power of flight, for sure. That's what I'm talking about. Like, people come with all this invisible shit and laser Them creeps. beams. Anybody want to be invisible <laughs> is a fucking a creep. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about I want to fly. Read minds, I mean, that had some... Some you don't charm. Want, you don't want to get into people. Trust me. What? And that's another thing. That's why I don't like. You don't want to know your I truly thinking. live by whatever somebody's saying about me ain't none of my business. All day. All day long. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I had one more. I wanted to be sure to ask you. Oh, I remember. I read your. Your funny bio earlier, mm -hmm. and I've known you forever, mm -hmm. but you know how you know people and you don't know them? Mm -hmm. Tell me your story. Um, like, what part of town did you grow up? What was your, you know, <clears throat> where'd you go to high school, you know? I'm from Norwood. Okay. Shout okay. out to Norwood Boulevard. Okay. That's where I got my start in this city. Okay. And... Um, I went to I went to Woodlawn High School and then uh, finished at Huffman. Okay, so you yeah. you you from center center east. Yeah, I went from the north side <laughs> to the east side. Yeah, I went as far east as possible too. Like I said, I was born in Norwood, and then I lived in Titusville. I, I remember in, you telling me that. Yeah, long time. I lived yeah. in Titusville. Shout out to Goldwire. Yeah, I lived in Titusville. I lived in East Lake, Roebuck, and uh, Trustful. Okay, that was the last place I lived before I moved to Nashville back in 2014. <laughs> Bet. Now, um, tell me about your podcast. Like, what's the premise? What? You know, what are you trying to get across? Is it just jokes or or is there underlying meaning? Tell me about your podcast. Um, I usually have uh, the Norm Report, which is where I talk to a normal person, a.k.a. a non-comedian. Okay. And then I talk to a comedian. And my podcast is basically 
showing people how comedians talk when we're not on stage. You're you're just listening to two people who are funny. Just come, you know, just converse, and yeah. we don't. I don't have a theme or anything. like we just yeah. talk about whatever comes up. No, I get it, I and that's the it. same I do with the non comics. Like, because everybody can be funny, yeah. everybody can't be a comedian, but everybody is interesting to talk to if they have any kind of personality. So, right, I just I just hit record, man, and then wherever it goes, it goes. It's like talking to your friend. That's what yeah. I want my podcast to feel like. When you're talking to a friend, the conversation starts with Taco Bell, and 30 minutes later, you're talking about football somehow, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. that's that's what my podcast is. We just start flowing. It's just free-flowing thought, you know? And that you can find it on Spotify anywhere else. Yeah, it's it's uh, anywhere you get podcasts, man. It's on and Spotify, ti- Google Podcasts. It's Uncle Rod Story Corner, and I do a, a podcast with Rowwood Junior called Roy's Job Fair. Yeah, and and that's on all of the podcasts. Yeah, well. it's it's everywhere, man. Outstanding. Well, I just wanted to um, since. Xavier brought you on for relationship advice. I wanted to codify this for my podcast as well. I can dig it, man. I love you. Um, I love you too, man. Sky, I just just really pray that there are no limits for you because you're a good person. I appreciate that, man. You're a really good person, and I love you. And tell Mike McCall I said what's up. Oh, Jay <laughs> Michael. Absolutely, I will. Man. I thought we were going to talk about relationships a whole lot more. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> I want to thank one of my favorite original nephews, Rod for short. Thank you for joining us, Narado Moore. I want to thank all of you for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed 63, R360 News, and UrbanHam.com. God bless. Hey, everybody. It's Leon Parker, Vice President of Student Life and Engagement at the illustrious Miles College. We're excited to kick off our 125th anniversary celebration with the Scholarship Benefit Concert, featuring Dr. Dorinda Clark Cole from the legendary Clark Sisters and friends from around Birmingham to include the Miles College Choir, Deirdre Gaddis, Kendra Studemeyer, Alicia Hicks, and Jaden Henderson, hosted by our very own comedian and motivational speaker, Miss V. Guess what? All proceeds raised from this benefit will go to the Miles College Scholarship Fund for our deserving students. For more information, please visit www.miles.edu or etix.com.